Welcome. I am Janita Stanton. We have Reginald Perriman, Shaka Williams. We are Tasari. This is a There's Something About Real Estate video podcast or podcast where we talk all things real estate. Our special guest today is Zeke Johnson. Zeke, how do you say your name? Your the the the, the, the real pronunciation. Real one. Yes. And one more time. Izikiwe. Okay. That's yeah. a very nice name. You should we like to get started by, you know, I guess, you know, telling us a little bit about themselves mm -hmm. and their background. For sure. So get started. Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. Let's go. <laughs> All right. My name is Zeke Johnson, also known as Detroit Real Estate Man. Um, I started investing in real estate back in not start investing, I started learning about real estate back in 2012. Um, I started off as a wholesaler. Um I had no clue, you know, what was, you know, what was wholesaling. You know, I watched the video, YouTube University, um, got started, made my first hundred thousand dollars in eight months from playing the middleman, you know, wholesaling real estate. Uh, from there, I did that for two years. After the two years, um, I started buying my own property, started letting wholesalers sell my, you know, sell those properties. And then in 2015, I went down to Florida, paid for a, a seminar. A lady taught me how to flip property. Uh, so I, um, before I got back to Detroit, I had my first flip property under contract. Uh, that deal fell through, but that following week, um, word of mouth, I found another property in Oak Park. I actually met Reggie. That was my first flip. <laughs> oh, that was your first flip. Literally. I, literally. <laughs> hey, look, I, what I, so the lady told me, she said, when you, when you do a flip, she said, try to find an agent to dominate that area and see if you can right. get a four and a half percent commission. Right. So because he probably got clients in that area that's already applied, that's approved, right. he get the whole four and a half percent commission. So uh, we end up not doing business, but I seen him around. I don't know why what happened. Um, that four and a half percent. Probably. Sorry to bring that up. Right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I, that was my first flip. Um, I had no clue what I was doing uh, on the rehab on anything. It turned out really nice. Uh, sold the house before it hit the market. Uh, it didn't hit the market actually. Uh, a handyman, it wasn't, I wouldn't call her a handyman, but she was kind of a handyman. She actually found the buyer. I gave her 2500 The buyer came in. They loved it. They bought the house. It was a really nice house in Oak Park on Sussex Street. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been, you know, history from there. I've been uh, flipping for, since 2015. So, so, hold on. So, you gave her 2500 What was the sales price? One forty. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That's when the market was just it was it was already hot, but it was just about to take off. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it was. Cause you sell for a lot more than one forty. Oh, yeah. Lord. at least two ten. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And what was cool about that deal? Uh, the wholesaler who had the deal. First off, he had the deal for six months. I don't know why he had a house that nice in Oak Park for six months. Mm -hmm. But second thing, they had an appraisal. So the appraisal said I can sell it for one forty one once i do the upgrades and then my cousin became a realtor and he tried to tell me <laughs> that i couldn't sell it because he was i was gonna let him list it was his first listing but um i didn't like what he said i don't like anybody tell me what i can't do right so he said you can't sell it for the 140 because there was no base no uh garage right. man i sold it for 141 <laughs> <laughs> and it appraised at 141 as well sweet, sweet. yeah so that was that was it that was oh, cool. definitely so, what, what do you um? What would you say the pros and the cons are in the fix and flip industry? Oh man, it's it's a it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, first off, you come into the game, you really just thinking about the money aspect of it. When it's way deeper than that, um, you know, nobody taught me how to really deal with contractors. Um, you know, I'm not sure how we can talk about white or black here, but I feel like 
certain certain huh? Okay. Right. So in the suburbs, you know, when you when you talking to certain people, you know, they deal with contractors. It's like peaches and cream. Everything goes smoothly. People do the right thing. Stuff look nice. But when you in Detroit are dealing with some of our people, and you don't know how to really vet a contractor, you just hire somebody that say they can do something, right. or jack of all trades, that's when it get, you know, it get kind of dicey. And then, um, you know, you, you want to give them a chance, man, but it, it don't work out. And then when you hire an actual contractor, they, they know what they're doing, they're going to get you in and out, sometimes they blow the budget. So there's a balancing act that you got to you gotta perform right. there when <laughs> doing these flips, because, you know, people, for years, they called me cheap, but I can't hire Joe because Joe gonna charge me eighty. I, I bought the house for eighty and it's right. only worth one forty. Like yep. he gonna make more money than everybody. So <laughs> uh, that's definitely one of the cons, though. But um, I learned a lot. Met a, met a lot of great people. Um, what I what I do love is connections I made. I didn't realize that um, you know they say you can buy real estate with no money, no credit. <laughs> So in 2017, like I brought over a half a million dollars and my credit score is barely a 600. So, you know, nobody would tell you that. Nobody right. would teach you that in school. Um, if I told an average person that, they wouldn't believe me. But um, I actually borrowed 400000 from a guy I never met. I didn't even know. So it really kind of introduced me to like there's no limit out here on what you can do. Like if you decide you want to do it. You know, maybe you can't go the traditional route, but you can go another route and make it and make it happen. Right. Um, in 2019, I, I flipped, uh, I sold 11 houses. Um, I was re I was fixing on six houses at one time with like two people. Wow. <laughs> you talking about, uh, uh, um, I, I didn't have a nervous breakdown. Uh, literally, I did. Literally, I got, like, right. I bought one more house and I collapsed. I was like, what the hell are you doing? Wow. So, but when I see the opportunity, you know, I just, I just go for it, man. Right. So, um. 2019 taught me a lesson, like, slow down. Like, it ain't that right. serious. You got to get rich tomorrow. When, when you say you borrowed over a half million dollars and people wouldn't necessarily believe that with you with you not having any credit or Correct. you know anything yeah. so there are um high risk to borrowing that kind of money in that manner mm -hmm. and so i know you know people kind of shy away from it because of like the double digit interest rates um what do you have to say about that part that, that's a great question so um i don't count other people's money so you could charge me 100 percent interest if i'm going to make Thirty or forty thousand dollars. I don't care that you charge me that much money. So, and then the cool thing with real estate. So I tell people, rich people have money problems and poor people have money problems. Rich people have money problems. They don't want their money sitting in no bank account or just sitting anywhere. They need to invest it, loan it to somebody so it can earn interest. So this particular right. gentleman, he had over a million dollar line of credit at two percent, and he needed to loan it out. And he was loaning right. it out at sixteen and a half percent. So he cut a deal with me. I didn't have to pay no interest. I didn't have to pay anything to him until the house sold. Right. Um, a lot of deals, we split the profit 50-50. Uh, and then some deals, um, I just gave him a straight interest, um, you know, interest on his money. Uh, either way, it worked out great for me because I only had so much money. So once right. my little money ran out, um, I would tap into him, and we would buy more property. So that's 50% going to him, 50% going to me. But those are houses I never would have bought with my money and my credit. Right. So, and then I had money that was just brawling at low interest or whatever and flipping those. But, you know, when I'm, as an entrepreneur, I don't look at, I don't look at, I look at the, I look at the risk versus reward, but I'm really looking at the reward, you know, because when you getting it out the mud, you starting from the gutter, you start at the bottom, you just got to go for it and see right. what happens. You know what I'm saying? And and nine times out of ten, good things are going to happen. 
you know, the universe, whether you believe in God or whatever, they're going to reward a diligent seeker. You know what I'm saying? Right. Somebody that go it's after true. their dreams. Like, and that's what I did. Right. And, you know, I teach classes, man, but I can't teach hustle. I can't teach mm. believing in right. you. Right. I can't Let's teach go, just go for it. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And that's that's one thing a lot of people miss. They don't believe in them. I believe in myself 100%. Right. Like, no matter what I want to do, I'm going to do it. No matter the odds, I think it's going to turn out for my best. So, um, so that's what I say with people that look at risk, like, you know, interest rate. If you don't do the deal, how much you going to make? Zero. Exactly. zero. Yeah. Right. 25% <laughs> is better than 0%. Right. So you know what I mean? Like 100% profit for you. E- exactly. Yeah, so exactly. Probably, exactly. Especially yeah. not spending none of your money. None of my money. Yeah. And right. he make it so smooth for me because now I seem, you know, now I'm more legit. They like, Zeke, how soon can you close? I can close tomorrow. Because right. I know he's going to wire the money tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm coming in with confidence. I'm getting a lower deal. And then what happened, you know, when I was buying so many houses, I was the go-to guy for a lot of wholesalers, a lot of realtors, and they thought yep. the deal they came to me. You know what I'm right. saying? So that created a lot of opportunity for me. So yeah, I don't look, I don't look at that. Um, you know, <clears throat> so that that's 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 how I look See, at it's it. It's not that many so, cons. It's no, it, it, it's really not. It's more yeah. pros. Yeah, I try yeah. not to focus on the cons because now you start to like hesitate, doubt yourself, right. and all that type of that type of deal, and that's not good. So when we talked about zero down, so I, I don't want people to get confused because mm-hmm. people would be like, oh, I can go out and get a zero down. I want you to ask that question again. All right. I'm going to move your mic this way. So okay. Every time I get to this camera, your face is covered. Mine? I know it's going to come up just a wee bit. <clears throat> Which question we ask? Don't forget that question. Right. Oh, the way he about to ask. Yeah. Edit this out. <laughs> oh, that's what he's doing. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So a lot of times people think like, all right, zero down loans or zero down financing, but that's not really what you're talking about, not set up for a home buyer, more no. or less an investor, because um, people that are loaning this money, they're investing in a deal, not necessarily well, they're investing in you because you can manage the money Correct, well, right. but they're more or less investing in a deal because it's a safe investment for them. Correct. Right. Yeah. All right. Good. So that doesn't happen for everybody. I'm right. sure Zeke didn't start off with, but did you start off with zero um, money out the pocket deal? Your first deal was 0% out? Well, so this how this how it happened. So I started off with $35, you know, when I started wholesaling, I built up a few dollars. And then when I got to $20,000 um, from wholesaling, uh, my first deal was I had to put down, uh, I believe, about 15% of the deal. Right. I actually went broke. So I'm gonna t- can I tell the story? Yeah. 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 So my first deal, <laughs> I, I came back from Florida. I was ready. You know, um, ran into a lender. He told me I needed 10% of the deal. And I, at the time, I had about $20,000 in my bank account. I'm taking care of my whole family. My wife don't work at the time. So I had to really, like, balance this money. So um, I found the deal. The deal was like sixty thousand dollars. I needed about forty thousand in rehab. So it's say hundred grand. So ten percent of a hundred thousand is ten thousand dollars. I'm like, I, I get him ten. I got ten. Right. So my wife, we're gonna eat sardines <laughs> and we're gonna eat rice, you know, for the for the for the month right. until I flip this. And then come to the close, I needed seventeen thousand. Yeah, I'm almost panicked. <laughs> I was like, no, why you? He like what? I I, I didn't I didn't understand. I'm, I'm like, dude, that's all my money. Right. So we get to the closet. Forget it. Let's do it. So I came with the seventeen thousand. I had three <laughs> grand left, and then on top of that, I had to front the rehab. Right. 
So I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I call my roofer. I'm like, man, I, you know, I need a roof on you know, my house. Um, so the roofer, we closed on December 23rd. My roofer was out there December 24th doing the roof. I pulled up. I said, oh, Lord, he going to want some money. Wow. <laughs> so I pulled up. I got home. I told him, I said, man, Gary out there doing that roof. I don't, all I got was $3,000. How the hell am I going to pay him? Right. So she said... She looked at me like, I don't got it. I'm like, oh, Lord. So we sitting there thinking. She said, Zeke, just call him and tell him. Right. So I'm sweating. You know, the guy was white, too, so I'm thinking he about to sue me. <laughs> he about to put a lien on my house and stuff. <laughs> so I cost it, Gary, man. Um, I, I, t I told him the truth. I said, man, the money in escrow, I didn't even know where escrow really was. So right. I thought he wasn't going to know. I'm totally right. blind to all of it. I'm like, money in escrow. I'm like, I hope you don't ask me what escrow is. Right. I'm like, I don't know who he is, what he about. But the money in escrow <laughs> is sitting there. And right. um, he like, um, he like, okay. I said, man, as soon as you get on the roof, we take pictures. They're going to send us the money. He's like, okay, no problem, Z. I was like, what? He was yep. like, he's like, I said, man, so you want you want to meet, meet me there? He said, no, I just mail me the check. Yep. I said, what? <laughs> he said, mailing the check. Right. I said, this got to be a joke. Right. Man, that dude laid that roof that day, right. didn't call me, asked me about that money, and to them people sent it about a week later. I call, I had to call him and ask him, man, where do you want me to send a check? Yep. He said, man, mail I said, man, you can't meet me at the house? He met me at the house. Dude, knock on the door, open the door. Sharvis, I said, you Gary? You do roofs? He the owner of the roofing company. Like, he yeah. do five, six roofs a day. He got a crew. I said, oh, I get it. Yeah. Because I'm used to dealing with my people. We like, look here, you owe me $10. Right yeah. Right you just going to be a problem. <laughs> right. So, it, you know, it, it was it was a blessing. It was right. a blessing. That, that goes back to just saying jump out there. Go out right. there. Do what you got to do. And good things to happen. And, man, you know, from there, I relaxed. You know, I found the guy at Home Depot. I was picking out some tile. I said, man, I just bought this house, man. He, you know, I said, you do work. He said he did some work, came over, did my bathroom, did my kitchen, and the rest is history. So let me let me um, touch on that because we were talking about handyman becoming businessmen, mm. and that's a prime example. When you hire certain people, you can afford to do, like, the draw, so the construction draw you're talking about, waiting for the work to get done, waiting for the uh, lender mm -hmm. to say, okay, we're going to cut you some of this money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was a blessing to find somebody like that on your first Man, go. <laughs> that was a straight yeah. well, I want to say something, though. So, it's, so, yeah, it's all a blessing, right? But it all <laughs> happened because you was honest. Yeah. You know yep, what I'm yep, saying? Exactly, now you just yep. You could have went around, people go around lying all the time. Yeah. Right. I could have ran right. from them, yeah. then answered the phone. You stood up like, right. man, look, yeah. man, this is what's going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why that happened. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For that's sure. a lesson right there. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It, it is, it's, it's always worse when people uh, run away. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't sub. For my job, yeah, because yeah. uh, you know they gonna run away. a lot of them run away. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you, man, that was my first note, not to run but to lie. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I'm like, he not gonna believe that, right? It's mm -hmm. an escrow, really, right. really, right. Escrow. <laughs> really. Show me the receipt, right, right. <laughs> so, um, because he keep throwing the word out there, that um does mean something different from state to state, you know? What yeah. escrow? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. From the from the realtor standpoint, so. We call it closings here, and then other states call it an escrow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where to us, escrow means that the money is sitting somewhere waiting to disperse. Correct. But some some states, when they're going to closing, they say, oh, we're going to escrow. 
Yeah. Okay. So I, I wanted to highlight it because <laughs> hopefully it's not just the Michigan State watching, and they're like, "What the? What is he well, talking no, about?" Right. <laughs> right. So, um, so uh, the next question was, "How do you secure? How did you secure your funding?" So I guess we would be still talking about the gentleman who lent you the money for this first property. Where did you find them? Well, this initial lender was a broker for hard money lending. So. Um, I encourage, you know, I also offer a wholesale class, and I, I encourage my students to join ARIA. Right. ARIA is an awesome resource for real estate investing, and I didn't know about this, so I met this gentleman at ARIA. Right. He was telling me he'd do loans and stuff like that, so I called him up to my house. Um, you know, coming from, my, coming from where I come from, you just believe certain stuff is, you know, certain things is skeptical. You know, right. this man said he can loan me this money. I just thought it was all a lie. I did. I did. I didn't really believe in this whole real estate investing for myself. But I did it because I'm like, what what I got to lose? Right. And um, I called him up. He said he can do the loan. So I got him from ARIA, so ARIA Group. Oh, um, a real, real stand for Real Estate Investment Association. Every major city got one. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I suggest anybody, that if you're in real estate, if you, you wish to join in real estate, you know, join a real. Right. Um, you got brokers, lenders, realtors, wholesalers. You got everybody at your disposal at a real group. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, contractors. Uh, you know things like that. So I found him at the real. Now, now what happened was when I found the lender that loaned me the four hundred thousand. I went from that. Did you get to, get to you know networking and talking with people like seeing how they funding their deals? Because I. You know, I don't know about you guys, but when I used to watch Flip This House and on oh, TV, yeah. I thought they was all funding these. Them like, damn, them right. people, them people rich. <laughs> Everybody borrow money right. in real estate. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is what's up. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, okay. So um, John, John led me to uh, another lender, and we right. developed a relationship or whatever. And that's who you know will we'll loan, we'll loan the money out. Right. Um, but yeah, so you know, you know, you just learn different ways to fund your deals as you're going. You know, you learn from other people or whatever. So I, I got them from Maria. Everything was based on Maria. You know, one person led to another. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Zeke said he what did he had to lose. Well, in that first deal, you had $17,000 to lose. You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you was willing to risk it. Yeah, I was right. willing to risk right. it. Yeah, because but, in all honesty, $17,000 ain't no money. Mm -hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? And then when you think about it, you had enough education to know that if it all went south, you could sell that home and break even. Exactly, right. exactly. So yeah. that's the thing about finding a good deal yeah. that you really can't go wrong yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. I think that, um, you know, when it comes to, like, what Shaka just said, like, or what you just said, it, it's really not no money. So when you start making any kind of money and you understand, okay, I have $17,000, what am I going to do with it? I can buy groceries, pay some bills. Right. I might go to the club. Man. And then next thing right. you know, you, you have bro. zero. Yeah. So you may as well go ahead and, and try to invest it, yeah. leverage that exactly. that money right. and, you know, yeah. flip it over. Exactly. Mindset. Right. Mindset. Very <laughs> important. Very important. So when you're, um, so so we, we got your background and, you know, how, how you got into the business. Mm -hmm. When you get ready to move the property, I know you said with that first one, it kind of just worked out where you didn't have to put it on the market or anything. Right, but right. how many properties, I mean, are all around about, how many properties have you flipped? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> um, between 40 and 50. Okay. Right. Yeah. When you get ready to, um, like, exit out of those homes, Correct. do you sell them by yourself or do you work with a realtor? So, um, I work with a realtor, but 
You know, I have bad experiences with realtors. Um, my experience with realtors have been horrible throughout these years. Um, for one, because I be trying to do my own. I always try to go outside the box. So, mm-hmm. uh, with one, um, some, you know, only twice I was able to sell a property without a realtor. But, you know, other times, you know, um, I use a realtor. But, you know, I, I convinced my wife to get her license. And, you know, <laughs> pe- people don't people don't talk about the importance of a good realtor. You know what I'm saying? They just make it seem like, oh, really? She just list the property and sell it. Right. But uh, I had an opportunity to work with Janita. You was a very good realtor. Like, you was on top of your game. Thank you communicated. You. Um, and you was trying to look for buyers. You know, right. all the other realtors list my property and they go on vacation. They be gone. <laughs> you don't know where the hell they at. They ain't coming to the closet. They ain't right. coming to the appraisal. You like, what happened? Right. One I, I couldn't even find out what the house appraised at. She like, they won't tell us. What? Right. Can you find out? Can you tell them to tell them? Technically, right. it doesn't belong to you. Yeah, but I ain't never had that happen. <laughs> right. I, I, I just like a good realtor to find out what your house is Right, at. right. Yeah, so, um, you know, then I, I, heard my, I heard my wife. So, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what happened. So, we had a property in Southfield. It was on a well, mm. um, oh, the well yeah. water. Oh, yeah, the well okay. water. The buyer wanted city water. Yeah. So, when an inspection come... And then all the repairs come from the inspection. I think I'm supposed to do all of those. Right. I didn't know I wasn't obligated to do those. Who told right. you about that? Nobody. Saying, That's no. why I thought I was right. supposed to do them. No, after the fact. Oh, no. you did. Right. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm sitting there looking at this laundry list of stuff to do. I'm like, Lord, I'm spending an extra five, ten thousand. That go my profit gone. Right. So then the lady wanted sewer water. So. I don't know the exact story how it went, but basically we made an agreement that I would pay a portion of it. So I paid somebody, it was $10,000 to switch it over. I paid mm-hmm. five, the seller, the buyer was supposed to pay five. Well, I paid my five, she backed out. Wow. So I'm, I'm 5000 just gone. Wow. And then we left. So our agreement was I was going to leave it open. So so my, my plumber was going to do his half, and the city was going to come do their half. Right. I paid my plumber, she was going to pay the city, come connect it. She, she backed out. She lost her job. Oh, so, wow. so, so there go my right. five grand. Um, you know, and it was just, it was episode after episode. I'm like, this is not working, right. you know? And then nobody never really educated me on the process. So I'm really learning on the job. I'm learning right. by, you know, failure. Yeah. Right. And by that time I'm, I wanted to give up. Like I found the broker that was just, I pay him a flat fee. He just lists my property right. and I let the selling agent, you know, um, sell my property. But it hasn't been a good experience with the listing agent on my property, uh, except for, with Jonita, and then I had another young lady. I forget her name. She was really good. Right. The other problem I run into a lot that, that agents never did, they'll bring a, bu- a weak buyer. Yeah. We'll yep. waste three, four, five months of my time, yep. and then, oh, you can get the EMD, the EMD $2. <laughs> <laughs> what? Right. How do they buy the they $200,000 and they only put on $2? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm like, Lord, is this how this goes? <laughs> we got right. Then I never nah. got the EMD. Out of oh all the yeah, deals, I never get, get the EMD. Release. Yep. <laughs> I never. Well, I got about ten thousand. Like, there, is, is it worth it if you're not collecting enough money? Is it worth it to go after the earnest money deposit? Well, I didn't even know you got to go after it. I thought you supposed to just release no, it to you. State no. law, you got to have a mutual release signed because mm. the broker can't release it without it signed in writing. In writing, you got to have both parties exactly. signing off, or you got to go to arbitration or small claims court. And they never want to sign. And they, the yeah. people that walk out, they never want to sign. That's right. Why, like I always tell. So. For deals that I do or people that are close, so like with you when we did yours, I always hold the down payment amount. Right. You hold it? 
Yeah. So, so like if if the if oh, the down wow. payment is if the down payment is say six thousand yeah. dollars on their mortgage, let's say they put three percent down, mm. you in most cases what she's saying, she would get a six thousand dollar EMD. People and not really it. gonna walk away from six thousand right. dollars because even yeah. if they don't sign and you don't sign, that money right. just sit there. And most people not gonna let their money just sit there right. forever. They're gonna try to so you know, resolve it in some way. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, that's very important. Like earnest money deposits are very important, um, you know, in the transactions because you know, for like what you just said, you get run into these situations, mm-hmm. or like where you're doing a repair and someone else is supposed to contribute to it. That money should have been held in escrow. Yeah. That buyer that that it should have been a right. requirement that you know, okay, you say you're going to contribute half. That's great. Let's let. As, you know, let's hold that money in escrow. Right, that would have been a great idea. Yeah, yeah. that's what a good realtor does. For exactly, you. Well, exactly. And, and that's another thing. Like, so from the investment side, being an investor, when you talk about vetting your contractors, you got to vet your realtors the mm-hmm. same you way. Do, you do. How many homes you sold in this area? What's your marketing plan? Like, what price can you get me? How soon can you get it? And what you gonna do to get it? Right. Yeah. So those are the tips you want to use when picking a realtor. Definitely. I got I got one more story I want to tell. Mm-hmm. No, so I right. did I actually <laughs> did have a good realtor, right. and I didn't do right by that realtor. Oh man! So <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. So this is the kind of realtor I always wanted. Right. See, I, I'm a businessman. Right. And, and and my goal, if we gonna have a relationship, yeah. I'm gonna put money in your pocket. But I want you to put some money in my pocket. Right. I hate people that's a one way street. Zeke, yeah. what you got for me? What you got for me? me. You, got <laughs> you know that question. Yeah. Yep. And this guy, you know my thing, Dean. Uh, <laughs> I don't know which Dean you. T- I know a few Dean. <laughs> you know, yeah. Dean, his, his last name start with a G. Um, White I guy. think I know which Dean yeah. you're talking about. So yeah. with Dean, he came in with the with the four and a half percent. He was right. cool with that. Then he'll walk me through the house. He, he'll kind of give me some pointers because he was a wholesaler and a roaster yep. and a flipper. I know. So <laughs> then when I when I when he get when I gave him a deal, right. he will bring me a deal. Right. But my dumb self was supposed to give him the listing. Mm. Yeah. And I didn't yep. do that on that uh, good yep. <laughs> so, And I'm thinking about it later. I'm like, Z, this is the same stuff you complain about, and you just did yep. him like that. So when I see Dean, you out there, all your apologies. <laughs> so, so here's the thing, because I even do that. So when I find, if an agent brings me a deal, mm-hmm. I list that property with them, or I co-list it mm-hmm. with them. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's how, like, the agents on my team, a lot of my, my last three flips, they brought to me. So I allowed them to list it. And then I don't have to split the commission 50-50. I just have to be a co-listing for legal purposes because mm-hmm. I'm a broker, right? Mm-hmm. So if you feed the agent and the agent is bringing you deals, like you said, it's a give and take. Yeah. And you just keep going. Yeah. That circle. And every time they're in front of a seller, well, you know I got somebody that buy it as is if you don't want to fix it up. Mm-hmm. So they become they become just as important as your wholesalers. Exactly. But not only that, they can liquidate the property for you once you fix it up yeah. as well and give you. Yep. So a wholesaler can tell you, here's a good deal. 
but the realtor will be able to tell you this is what you need to do to put it on the market to sell it at this price right. because they comparing it they being inside of exactly. all the other homes yeah, in the neighborhood yeah, for sure so, yeah. and, th and that's what he did too that's yep. what he did he did everything that now I'd be like I wish the realtor <laughs> yeah. he did all that but I, I you know you say you don't know a good thing until it's gone yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm like damn I miss Dean <laughs> right <laughs> call him up he probably right. if he good he's still around yeah, he definitely if it's still the around. Dean I'm thinking about yeah. Yeah. he a coach now for the real uh, coaching the wholesale people. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. So, what's your um, strategy now? You know, going forward um, for growing uh, wealth and residual income? Because I, I hear you sometimes saying that you kind of maybe moving away from the flipping. Well, <laughs> because you know, after a while, you know, when you start from the bottom, you know, you really don't analyze yourself, know your self worth. You just want to get to sea level or just get your, your nose above water so you can breathe. Right. So I'm able to breathe now, you know, and think and create and design. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right now my time is important. I can never spend six, eight months on a property and only walk away with 20 or 30 grand. Right. So now I'm looking for 50,000 on a flip. I need the numbers to be where I want to be at, you know? Right. So I'm not excited about the 20 and 30 grand no more. Um, in six months, you know, if, cause that's the average flip, you know, you rehabbing it for, you want to say two months, but it really be into three months with the flip. It sounds good to say 60 right. days. But you be 90 days into that flip. Right. Then, uh, you know, messing with FHA, you, you, you can't list this after 180 days. So it's right. just a mess. So it's not that I'm walking away from flips. I'm just going to be more careful on picking what I want to deal with versus just the numbers right, let's do it. Um, you know, that's one. Then I got a, I have a, um, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to invest my money in the stock market. That's that, you know, you find more ways to make the same amount of money you make it on flip in less time. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's right. not like you're walking away. You just kind of graduating. Right. <laughs> you're just going to the next yeah, level. Next level. Where you know, on that level, you can make the same amount of money in 30 days. You don't need the money to work. <laughs> right, so, right, right. So it's, it's, it's like that. I'm just thinking of, of, of better ways to make more money and do less work. You know what right. I'm saying? So, but I enjoy flipping. I enjoy taking a raggedy house and turning yep. it into something beautiful. Um, I really enjoy that. But the process sometimes is just the people dealing with the contracts yep. and the people. It just drains you. Right. You know, it literally drains you. Just go home. You just yep. tell the kids, I'll see y'all tomorrow. <laughs> you don't talk to me right, right. now. <laughs> so, so, so you real quick, you just explained, like, we talked to a lot of um, private lenders. Yeah that loan money a lot of them started out flipping okay but they got to the point where you at where they maybe they didn't get into the stock market but they start loaning their money yeah. and they're getting the same returns but they not hands-on exactly. with it. and exactly. they still in real estate yeah exactly yep. you and get smarter right yeah. You also explained an FHA rule, so let's hit on it for a minute. Right. Um, oh, man, that's a killer. <laughs> FHA, you have to be on title for 90 days before right. you can list it. List it, correct. After 180 days, you don't have to get two appraisals. If it's before 180 days, then you have to get two appraisals. Yeah. Right. So that's the FHA rule. Uh, so for me... <laughs> I I'm okay with holding for six months, mm -hmm. and so that's a that's kind of like a this you know a lot of people don't like it, mm -hmm. but anytime I borrow money or I'm going into a flip, I explain it. My partner and I we have it worked out. We have other things. We have multiple flips going on. It's gonna take a little bit of time. Plus, if we wait, we get more of the market than trying to x out FHA buyers. Right. It's just not enough money. So so we do the six months. We don't. 
Zeke, we're gonna let him get after you say what you gotta say. Right. He got a uh, scenario. He got another story <laughs> right. about FHA and right. why. I, I never even told you that, but why we wait to six months. So for me, it's automatically going to be six months right. on the flip. You know what I mean? For a couple of reasons. One, it's not enough money in the flip. You, you get what I'm saying? Right. Not enough, that's not a priority. It's a, for it's you. a passive income. For you, right. Correct, correct. Right. Right. It's passive. I mean, I guess I can't call it passive because you are working for it. <laughs> right. But um, <laughs> is your money working well, for no, you? Well, no, it's yeah. kind of passive yeah. depending yeah. on who you are in the transaction. So maybe you or you. me. It's definitely right. passive for me <laughs> <laughs> um, because I've made smarter choices. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> right. You made some good partners, partnership. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. But um, go ahead and say what you got to say. Then I want you to give us your story. <laughs> so my my thing with the six-month thing, I'm looking at it like I'm holding up my opportunity money. Yeah. Right? So, like, you you comparing it to maybe the stock market or lending the money. So, like, with Fenton, you know, we closed Fenton in November. I had it sold and closed by March 1st. Right? But it was on the market in February. Mm -hmm. So... You talking about the one I sold? Yeah, okay. The one you sold. So, um, if I can sell it sooner than 180 days and be in and out, my goal is always three months to put it on the market. I want to be rehab done and on the market, and I select my flips based on how much work is going to be needed. Like right now, there's certain flips I won't touch because the weather's about to change. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hold it because that's more holding costs. More liability, more risk, because then you have vandalism and all of that. Yeah. I can have that money in the market, yeah. right? And I can just enter the real estate market and find flips in spring. So I have a different approach. Six months, I just hate it yeah. because I know where else I can put my money. So this is the thing. We don't, we don't use our money. So right. it's all, so I call it free money. Mm -hmm. This is all right. free money. None of that money that, I mean, we can, if we right. have to, we front some of the money yeah. a lot of times. Y'all don't right. have no money tied in this? None. Oh, wow. And so that's, See, that's, that's courtesy of Janine, right? <laughs> right. So, <laughs> no, none. I mean, and if we, obviously, if I was putting my money in it, I probably wouldn't do the flip. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we, right. we only doing it because it's, it's all free money mm -hmm. right. as far as we're concerned. And yeah, it's a strong team. You just figure out how to leverage the opportunity the best. So for me personally, as a flipper, on you know, on my flip side, I just needed to. Um, it's, you were explaining it earlier um, with like the contractors and everything. So I've been flipping since two thousand and four, I believe. You've been flipping since two thousand four. Yeah, I stopped for a few years uh, between two thousand eight and twelve, I think. But um, I learned a lot. You look, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that to no How female. How old am I? <laughs> but um, you know, I just learned a lot, and I knew when I I, I knew that I saw so I love flipping properties as well more mm -hmm. than probably everybody at the table. Um, but I knew that I didn't want to deal with certain things. Mm -hmm. And so when I saw the opportunity to not have to deal with those things, I jumped on it. And so now I can still do flips. And I can, you know, work on these other streams of income, which mm -hmm. is, you know, what we all sitting here talking about. Mm -hmm. but I think one of my reasons for not wanting to have that six month, and sometimes it does happen, but my thing is by me being still active in real estate, I'm always watching stats Market. and data. So six months, a lot can change in yeah. six months. Yeah, yeah. So for sure. when I buy my flips, <clears throat> like um, Fenton, I was going to price it at like 137 she was like, I got a buyer. What was like 148, 149? I 
I knew the cops would support they that. They might watch this. But my my <laughs> approach was at the 137 because I was making a hell of a profit on it. I was good. And I knew I can get in and get out in a short period of time. And the buyers would bid the price up because we had multiple offers. If I was counting on that 145 and I went in and did a little bit extra and I held it a little bit longer, the market could have turned on me. Mm -hmm. And I don't want... I don't want the market, I don't want to be um, subject to market conditions at all point in time. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to just get out. So, so the thing with the market, 100%, right? right. The, the great thing about this is we have no money tied into this, right. but we don't want our investors to lose either. Right. The, at most, we lose uh, some time. Right. That's why it's passive income. Mm -hmm. you know, that's why we're not, it's not a primary source of income for us. Right. You yeah, typically we invest into um, property. We have a, a pretty hefty contingency in there in terms of so you know we may be purchasing a property then we have an idea of what we want to sell it for you know we probably got 20 25 percent in there as far as room and equity mm -hmm. so if we have a turn in the market and we're on a down then right. it's a good possibility that we can still sell it for our, what we were originally. 35%. Yeah. Hold on, Johnny. No, 35%. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. I'm just saying, like, no. I don't want to be like padding the no. numbers and no, stuff. But we do have, we do yeah. have pretty hefty contingencies. Right. Uh, so, so, so I know this is going to air out and people are going to listen to this. Mm -hmm. So I believe. Uh, with Janita and Shaka, right. they have a unique situation where right. they can afford to say that. Yeah. When I buy a flip, my heart beating fast from the time <laughs> I close. I'd be like, man, we got to get out of here. Yeah, we got to like, get in. Would you hurry up, sir? Could right. you put that floor down? Yeah. I'm about to call somebody up. I'm on it. Yep. I'm on it at 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm out the bed at the thing. I'm calling everybody. Right. They're like, Zeke, what, what, who finished the floor? I called somebody up. You took too long. Right. It's we, only been two days. Page. I don't have a baby. Mm -hmm. I don't care. Right. You should have been, yep. you should've, you should've you should've been there. there. You no. got delivered. You should have been over here. Right. I agree, though. But, and see, and that's why I'm so glad. I'm going to say it, but, you know, Zeke has joined the team in a way. <laughs> but And, and it, it, it creates more opportunity for more successful transactions. Correct. When, you know, because you have now a few different personality types that can be involved and overseen and making sure that things are, you know, going the way that they should. When some, one of us are busy, we got someone else. No, um, he is totally different. Yeah. Like he, yeah. He, is, uh, <laughs> he, he got a way different uh, demeanor than, than me. Right. You know what I'm saying? But so, see, yeah. I think the advantage for you is because you're a contractor and you can kind of pick up when you want. Mm -hmm. What me and you saying is because my, my, most of my lenders, I got to put 10% down, 15% yeah. down. So like Mr. Fix-It working on one of my properties. I closed in August. He's going to be finished in a week and a half mm -hmm. on that. I put in my contracts, I have like a completion deadline, mm -hmm. right? Because I want to be on the market this winter. I don't want to be rehabbing this winter. Mm -hmm. Complete difference, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll be feeling like, okay, the contractor, if the contractors hold me up, he's still going to get paid all his money. Yep. If he holds me up for another month or two, I'm losing money, yep. right? I can't start losing money. Mm -hmm. So I, I like that, that four-month window from time I close to the time it hits the market. Yeah. yeah I think that's yeah, a good. I, mean, I think that's, that's a, a good time. I get it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, sure. like you said, so yeah, we can we can turn it up when we need to and we right. can turn it down, you yeah. know what I mean? So, exactly. Yeah. Now, um I want to know more about your um school or your class. class. But Shaka want me to tell my story yeah. about oh, the okay. yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Oh, so so this is the reason this is a primary reason 
why I automatically do six, six months. months. Yeah. So it actually happened to me twice, but I'll tell one story. So <laughs> we, we did, I bought a house in uh, Harper Woods. Uh, we did the rehab. It was nice. Um, I based all my numbers off selling it for 135, 140 and, um, buyer come in. FHA 130, 135 or 140. I'm like, great, slapping five. You know, I start spending the money before right. I got it. Uh, <laughs> um, we have the appraisal. You know, appraisal came back at 140. I'm like, look mm -hmm. at God. Right. <laughs> and then here come the devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they send the devil out. Right. And he say, no, this, this is worth 120. Mm. Oh, man. Hold on, hold on. See, my thing is, see, right. when, when I really get rich, I'm suing uh, FHA. I'm, suing. <laughs> I'm doing a class action lawsuit. They owe me $40,000. Right. They they send the same company, same guideline. They, he went to the same school that he learned from his brother. You know right. how, to, how, to, how, to, how to appraise the property. property. He go out there and say 120. Okay, now why in the hell y'all $20,000? <laughs> right. I can understand right. $5,000, right. $600. Right. Like, I got $20,000? You hating on me. Right. You hating on me. You hating on me. You didn't re okay. did read my contract and seen that I was making right. something. So what happened? I have to translate. What happened is Zeke had a deal. Zeke's buyer was in the appraisal process. He didn't know that, or did you know that it was going to have to be two appraisers? No, okay. Right. So because he was selling in less than six months' time or 180 days, he had to have two appraisals. The first appraisal came in at value. The second appraisal came in 20000 $20, less. Right. And you have to go with the lesser of the two. Oh, wait. Oh, now, that's how I know they was hating. <laughs> right. Because now you're going to make that appraisal stick on my property for, for six, six months. months. You're yes. to punish me. Right. You that's like, the FHA guy. Yeah, that's the guideline. But, but you right. know what you're missing? This is how I know they hate it. They, this also, if you if the property, if you sell the property for more than 20% or 15% yep. of what you bought it for, that means they putting a cap on what you can you make. make. Right. <laughs> it's more than 80 it's it's higher. It's a hundred and hundred and twenty five or yeah, hundred and percent. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically, your money back you plus twenty five percent, right? <laughs> right. But then you can justify it too because you got to show what so you did to the like property. This, yeah, yes. That's why I keep a scope of work and that. everything. And the other thing, <clears throat> uh, were you using a realtor on that one? Yeah, yeah I good used agent. A realtor, yeah. Uh, it was some, my, it was sometimes. My wife you got to call Jeter about that. But right. we we got uh, one thing a realtor can do, too. Um, first of all, so when you get into the property, here's your comps. These are the comps most likely the appraiser are going to use, right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes you can dispute an appraisal, too. Yeah. So you can use the old one. You can use additional comps. Because some appraisers, what people don't know, since they're pulling from a pool, you might get an appraiser that came from Lansing. Mm -hmm. that came and did your appraisal, even though they're looking at the data, they don't know the difference between uh, Hilldale and Robin, Robin Right, Wood. You exactly. know what I'm saying? <laughs> even though it's four blocks away, mm -hmm. they just looking at, oh, I'm within a mile. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you got to have, um, you got to have ways to dispute those appraisals. And it's little tactics and stuff yeah. that mm -hmm. you can do. And I don't, I don't think none of my relatives I'm going that. to send, I'm, you know what? We gonna have a whole talk after this is over, <laughs> and I'm gonna also send you the FHA guidelines. No, 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 <laughs> right. but, but but listen, oh, I got it. you know what? No, that, that, but how? So you sold that in how many days? Um, from when I bought it. Yeah. So I was like, that was probably four months. So 
for two more months. <laughs> yeah. Twenty thousand dollars. Twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I don't want them problems. So I yeah. ran into that back in when they first started doing it. They didn't used to do that. That's they like, didn't. No. no, they did it. No, they no. always did that. that oh, just, I maybe we just didn't sell it. It's not conventional. You just gotta go cash conventional when you're trying to sell it in less than 180 days. Got you. Okay. Two appraisals always. It's yep. always been like that. Oh, okay. For as far as I can remember. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. But uh, so that's one of the reasons. That's, that's like a rule of thumb, man. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's a rule of thumb for right. that reason right there. I don't even think about it. It's automatic. Six, Six right. months. Yeah. You know I mean, that, that, that's that, that's a smart decision. Yeah. It, right. Especially if you have the luxury to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I was, I had $3 in my pocket. I was right. so, get my, 20, also, my money out of here. Um, so for me, let's say if I were the realtor, probably if it was Reggie, I would have said we can't take any. If, okay, I understand you want to list the house. Great, let's list it. But we can only offer it to cash conventional, and we probably will get an offer. Yeah, right. But just know we are not selling to any FHA. So mm-hmm. don't call me tomorrow talking about your cousin who gets right, an FHA right. loan because we can't do right. it. But, but here's right the now. other thing too: we got to keep in mind. So I'm always paying attention to the market. Mm-hmm. I know in this current market there were buyers that were willing to pay above appraised value, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So I'm not saying I'm fully against the six months, but in this market, to me, it doesn't have make to. sense because right. I don't have to. He wasn't. In, I don't think right. I was in this market. I mean, that was when was that? This was 16, 2016. Oh yeah, 17. that was different. Oh, yeah. So 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 let me mention this. That only happened to me two times, and I didn't flip over 30, right. 40 properties. Mm-hmm. That don't happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Right. I all my properties I list in three to four months. Right. That do not happen, and I all. Only two of my prices were sold com- um, conventional. Yep. Didn't you do conventional with Ohio? Yeah, she got switched over. And then I, I got um, VA loan twice. Everything else what? been FHA. Right. And that only happened to me twice. And it happened b- both times like that. Mm. And usually it happened because there's not a lot of comps. If you're in an area where, like, your Oak Park one, yeah. you have so many comps to go on. Like, I had sold the yeah, one down the street one. from yours. Yeah. So you got all of these comps. So it's like, it, it's easier to justify that one for you. Yeah. That's but, what I was trying to think. Sorry. But when you at an area where it's maybe only a few comps and you might have to go out a half mile or a mile or you have to go back past six months, then it leaves a lot of room for one appraiser to interpret the market mm-hmm. value a little bit different. Look, you know what I'm talking about? What's that? The Blue Water. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, for VA. Yeah, no. What you talking about? That is for VA. Yeah. When you try, when you want to challenge the mm-hmm. value. Oh, okay. So listen, <laughs> hold on. We just had this situation where we, I don't know how we made this, how that happened. On, uh, oh, we had to get two appraisals. Yeah, our values can't because I run numbers great. No, 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 no. But how did we? <laughs> no, we but we made a mistake there because we had had the two appraisals. Remember, we supposed to be past six months. Oh, that sorry. So what happened? <laughs> so what happened was when I counted the time, I right. counted the month we were in. So and so, for example, of six months. From if we bought the house in April, I'm supposed to count May, May June, July. Count I counted April, April May, May, June, June oh, July. Yeah. But but my point is that um, we 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 can still have them done, mm-hmm. but we still gonna try to wait our six months. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, oh, most of the time. So most of our most of our deals outside of this one that he's just dancing around. But um, Which one is <laughs> but most of our transactions from start to finish are about eight months. Um, some people don't. Sorry, that's what we do. Right. But <laughs> if we have six deals or four deals 
and that's our additional income on our year, I'm o- I'm okay with eight mm. months. That's cool. Well, my goal was always to be closing a, a house every month. Mm-hmm. Right. That was my goal when I was doing it. But right. the contracting piece, it, it, it cracked me. It cracked me. And see, me. this is why I brought up that you guys have a convenience because you're the contractor. Once, if I'm at a property and I'm like, okay, there's no rush and all of that, and that contractor gets to another job that's not mine, the contractor get away from you, they come back, they kind of don't do the same quality of work, or they got new subs that they brought in. Mm-hmm. It's a mess trying to manage that. Mm-hmm. So even though I may want it done, or it may be ready in two months, right? Mm-hmm. And I may still wait out the other four months with it on the market. I'm trying to get the contractors in and out. That's my mm-hmm. primary objective yes. because I don't have the luxury you have to come in mm-hmm. and pick up where I left off. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I think that um, before I did, you know, I had a business partner who's a general contractor. It was the same thing because I had clauses in my contracts, you know, mm-hmm. was supposed to be complete or from this point to this point, we're supposed to have this much work done. <laughs> but it's like what Zeke is saying. It's still a headache. It's just drama all the time. It's mm-hmm. stressful. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> and it's hard to manage. Right. Because even if you do have a contract, um, people don't always respect the contract. Oh, my God. They okay. have, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they have excuse on top of excuse on top of excuse. And so now I'm somewhere, you know, about to have an aneurysm. Right. Because, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, I guess, uh, long story short, uh, fix and flipping is fun. It does produce great income. Yeah. And uh, it just needs to be properly managed for it to work out. You know, don't just jump, you know, jump out here, but... It's a great way to learn. (laughs) Yeah. I learned, I came in flipping. You know what I mean? That's what I did from like 2005 to 2013. Mm -hmm. Even in the downturn. You know what I mean? That's that's how I, I lived every day. But once I start learning that, uh, you, you know, that you can make more money easier <laughs> so, on the construction yeah, side, yeah. You know, I don't care how you much the house sells yeah. or, or how fast it sells for you. you know, how fast it sell. yeah. yeah. So let me say this too: the the six months. So when when I'm thinking of that, because we're making forty, fifty, sixty thousand, now you can justify six. Well, at least I can six to eight months or even a year, because when we watch those TV shows. They might make 150 off a of flip. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then you like, okay, that's a year's salary. I can manage this out eight months to yeah, a year. For sure. But when you making thirty, forty thousand, it's taking me six or eight months. I could have made that in commissions not for wholesaling, yeah, yeah. not the, selling nobody's house, and so, not so having that's a liability. The, so that's for the uh, that's for the beginners, right? You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's right. they that's their proving ground right there. Right. And once you get uh, uh, like Zeke is, then you know, like I said, you if it's under fifty, yeah, it don't make sense. Yeah, right. it don't make sense right. to be that long. Yep. I could put that money somewhere else and do something. Right. And I'm gonna tell you what I learned before I got into real estate. You know, this is me studying, listening to webinars and stuff like that. Real estate is a vehicle mm-hmm. that's supposed to take you to your real destination. Yeah. So I see it. I started with thirty five dollars. You know, now right. I'm playing with hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so now I can, like, go do other things that Mm -hmm. I always wanted to do, you know, with no problem. You know what I'm saying? And now, at this point in my life, I'm starting to look at, so when I look at the rich and I look at the people that's really up there, 
it's all about cash flow. Mm-hmm. See, I was addicted to that lump sum because I yeah. was broke. I, right. I never seen more than eight hundred dollars in a paycheck. So right. I'm like thirty thousand. Let me see that. <laughs> right. And right. You, you want to see that again and again? Yeah. But after a while, you look at reason. You like, man, how much you make in a month? Yeah. How, how many houses you got? Right. You know what I'm yep. saying? So I'm like, damn, you don't care about this forty grand I just made. They nope. don't care nope. about Not no lump sum. Nah. It's tax liability in that. Yep. You know yep. what I'm saying? So now I had to switch my thinking yep. again. Right. It's all about progression and learning and, and stuff yeah. like that, man. Yeah. So it's it's a great learning tool, man. It's it's been fun. Right. I met a lot of great people. Right. Um, so I won't take anything back. All the experience, all the headaches, I enjoyed it all. And you're gonna keep it's, getting some more because you're yeah. still flipping. Worst exactly. case. <laughs> and then we got a worst case scenario. You can never go broke. You can. You can never. Right. It's like, this your fallback. They yeah. always tell you, like, go get your, uh, I want to say, your college degree to fall back on. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, man. That's we are going to fall back on. Oh, I, I'm pro. Uh, Higher school. education, but I'm just saying. But just saying. <laughs> uh, you fall back on your flipping game. You know what I mean? For real, right? Right. Reg, so if you stop, uh, if let's say that you lost your license for whatever reason, right? I'm flipping wholesale. You're flipping wholesale. <laughs> but look, I got a question. Still, yeah. You know what what about for, like, let's, I'm going to say a mother. Maybe even a single mother mm-hmm. who maybe was making twenty eight thousand dollars a year. Okay. And now she can go flip a house, one house, and make forty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. For the year. For the year. Okay. And and so I talk about it, you know, like I get jumped on if I'm not talking about millions of dollars then yeah. I'm bad. Right. But right. there are people who could probably benefit from doing a flip, you know, if they could learn it and know what they're doing and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like a, a, a single mother with with some children that she needs to tend to could go and make forty, fifty thousand dollars a year flipping one property. Yeah, for yeah. sure. We about to have and, a guest in. Yeah, right? we about to have mm-hmm. a guest to start it like yep, that. That's so, exactly her. Which part is it? Because I want my so, question answered. Yeah. Oh, right. about, <laughs> about the education part. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, okay. I, I want to know about your. Unless you don't, for some no, reason. No, I want to talk about yes. that. Right. Because I mean, this is a platform. Mm-hmm. You know, right. I need customers. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> So, go ahead and ask your question. Yeah, I just want to know, you know, about your program and, like, how it works, basically. And, you know, I have some more questions, but okay. start there. So, l- let me tell you about about me before I tell you about the program. So, back, you know, before in 2012, I had been fired from every job I ever had, <laughs> um, literally. And I worked hard in my last job. Like, right. before I didn't work hard, I just looked around like, say, how can I own this? So, but when I worked for Pepsi, I thought it was a dream job. I was making $200 a week. $200 every two weeks. Thought that was a dream job. <laughs> how many dollars? $1,200. Oh, yeah. Terrible. Wow. This is show you how low your right. goals is in the hood. But, um, so, I'm working there. I'm working hard, too. Like, right. I'm, I'm stocking them Pepsis. I'm making sure they turn the right way. The way y'all turning this the right way. I'm like, ma'am, you need another Pepsi? They right. like, yes, go in the back. I'm on it. They, and then a lady come in, a new lady come in. She said, we're going to give y'all some time off for your birthday. I said, great, it's a great job. I got fired like two <laughs> couple weeks later. <laughs> then once it made it so bad, they escorted me off the building. Wow. <laughs> I cried. I called my girlfriend and crossed Last job I ever had. Turned to an entrepreneur. Now, being from the hood, I wasn't an avid reader. Right. You know what I'm saying? Years later, I found the book. I read it. Got into real estate. I found that program online for $35, bought the program, and the guy taught you the basics. And I said, man, when I make it, I'm going to teach other people. Right. And, you know, I got to the point where I was wholesaling, making some money. People kept inquiring about, like, how you doing this? I rent out my couple properties. The young the young black girls that was renting or men, they like, how you own this? They were shocked that I owned the house. 
And I always wanted to give back and teach somebody else. You mean because we all can do this and, right. and not be in competition. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yep. So I started a program a few years ago. I put it together. It wasn't all that, but it was something. Right. I got one girl. She she making hundreds of thousands doing her thing off my little program that I, that I thought wasn't nothing, but she loved right. it and making good money. So I have a program now called Zero to 100,000 Real Quick. So my second one is called Zero to 100,000 2.0. Because uh, right. the first one, I went from zero to 100,000 in eight months. Right. I had never made over $12,000 in a year. At 28, I never made over $12,000 in a year. And that year, eight months, I made $100,000 from my iPhone and on a computer at home. Um, it was exciting. I was eating all kind of good food every day. I was at the, I was just doing it. I was just, right. you thought you was living life. Right, right. And all I do was eating uh, happy hour. Thought right. I was balling. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how life is. Though. Right. So, um, I, this new program, so I went from a zero to one eight months. Then I was doing that. I'm like, damn, this is a real hustle. I said, there got to be a better way. So I ran into a guy, I started watching YouTube and stuff, went to guys, they was making millions a year doing the same thing I was doing. Yep. So, but all it was was raising my thinking to another level. Yep. So I bought the guy program and his program was just like mine. He <laughs> added two little steps that I didn't right. know about. And it took me from, in 2020, I thought the market was gonna crash. So I started focused on wholesaling. But I didn't want to do the everyday hustle of wholesaling. I wanted to turn wholesaling into a business. Yeah. So I so I started to scale. So I started hiring people to call for mm-hmm. me. I hired people to go on an appointment with me. But I never thought I could afford that. But watching those other people do it and he telling me how to do it, I did it. And I made twice as much. I made I made more money that year than I had made the previous year flipping. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, I got two bids <laughs> that can bring in over $200,000. Right. So that's when I created the, the zero to 100,000 2.0. And it basically teach you um, how to find property, um, you know, what sources to look for the leads at, to look for right. distressed owners. So everybody think motivated sellers gonna always wanna sell. No, you. Well, my thing is pull enough leads of enough people mm-hmm. that's in a distressed situation. And if you find five of them, you can make 30, 40 grand off them five. Right. So my program teach you how to dig into a lead systems that's going to, you know, present you people that's in a distressed situation and that you can get you three to four deals a month and clearly make over $20,000. Right. So in 2020, I had my first $30,000 a month in wholesaling. Never done that before on right. three deals, made 30 grand, um, real easy. Um, and I teach that. I teach you how what what cold callers to pick. You know how how they can cold call for you. We have a system uh, that we use called a CRM, which is a customer relationship management system, mm-hmm. where it keeps up with all your leads. Just because you call Susie today and she said no, thirty days from now, mm-hmm. with an automated system, it's gonna send Susie <laughs> a text message. Susie, this is Zeke. I'm still interested yeah. in buying a house on one two three Main Street. Give me a call if you need me. You know, I'm constantly sending her an email once every thirty days. Then it's going for automatically, I don't got nothing to do with it. So I teach that in the class. I teach you how to close the deal. And it's been awesome, man. So um, I recently put that out. I had a student, uh, she took the class. They be so excited when they take it. They call me right. Zeke, be my mentor. See, now I feel like I'm worth a little bit more. <laughs> right, right. So I ain't mentoring for no thousand dollars no more. So I'm like, right. I'm gonna interview you. If right. I feel like you a good candidate, I'll mess with you. But if not, so I'm like, look, the girl was motivated. She gave me an apartment building. 
Mm. You wow. know, our commission on this is about to be almost three hundred thousand dollars yeah. on an apartment building deal. Right. Biggest deal I ever did. Like right. she she asked me, she said, Z, can we do anything with this? I got the numbers, I got the deal, we found the buyer. And our and our our um our difference is we got it for eight twenty five, we sell it for one point one million. Right. So that's almost three hundred grand and off a off a three hundred dollar class. Right. And she didn't even pay me for no mentorship yet. Right. I'm like, look here, mentorship about free on this you. deal. Yeah, yeah, she <laughs> yeah, that's about paid. Then yeah. I got another young lady, she called me, she motivated, she's a realtor. Right. But she I guess she's not being treated right. Um and she couldn't afford my mentorship, mm-hmm. but I'm a nice guy. It ain't all about <laughs> right. money with me. I'm all about building relationships. <laughs> right. So she called me and, you know, asked me a ton of questions. I said, listen, <laughs> if you close this deal, look out for me. If not, I looked out for her. She right. found the deal. She making $15,000 yeah. on the deal. And I said, you know, people forget about you when they're about to make some money. Yeah. So she called me trying to ask. I said, she's going to split. I said, now listen, you know I mentored you for free. Right. I said, I ain't going to tell you no price. I said, you going to pay me? Or you're done. If you don't, right. I ain't messing with you no more. <laughs> right. And you're right. your own. Right. I ain't going to be mad at you. We just right. ain't doing no more business together. Right. So, you know, I'm just happy for them. I'm happy yep. that the program worked. Um, it, it was it was a really a mind thing for me because when I put it out, I'm like, is it good enough? Right. Are people going to learn? You know, our social media there talk about you. Yeah. Hey, I bought your program. I ain't made no money. You ain't. You a scam. You know Especially what I'm saying? in them groups y'all be in. <laughs> yeah, oh it, it, it'd be a hot mess. Because people think you buy the program, you're supposed to make 100000 tomorrow. Right. No, man, I'm just giving you information yeah, that you don't have you to search do for. Now, you got to apply it. Right. Wait. Believe in yourself. Dive yep. in. Yep. Get soaking wet. Yep. And then see what happens. <laughs> almost drowned. Right? Yeah, almost right. drowned. <laughs> you know, that's when the success you comes. Swim. Let me point exactly. out something you said, too. So, so um, this for realtors, wholesalers, this what determines if you have a business is that CRM mm-hmm. because everybody was upset because Facebook and Instagram went down, right? And a lot of people were used to going on, doing messages and DMs to get their business. But you can reach back into your database with people that you got a drip campaign on yeah. for years. The Pontiac property, mm-hmm. that was my probate lead from 2018. She kept all four of my letters I sent her. See? Right? And we just closed last week. (laughs) Just three years ago. See? Right? So having that CRM is important because right now everything is about data. So the more that you control, you're not relying on Facebook, Instagram, and all of that, then you'll be in business for a while. That's why it's called a book of business because you got all of these people in that system. You, you think people should use layman's terms. You planting seeds, right? Yeah. Yeah. Planting seeds, yep. seeds grow. The crop grows at different times. Exactly. You, know what I'm saying? you yep. can't plant a seed today and expect the crop tomorrow. Exactly. It is so many people expect that. Yeah. We oh, yeah. really live in a microwave world. That's why it's called Instagram. Exactly. <laughs> right. And, and that's why I'm very picky on. See, before it was like just get the money and take on a student, but I'm like, man, you nah. building a reputation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you keep taking on these students, it's not going to work. And then what hit me too? I used to get mad when people program used to be five, six thousand dollars. Oh yeah. And I found out why. Yeah. The higher you price your program, the people that buy it are serious. Yeah. They're ready to make some money. Right. If you price it for the masses at three hundred dollars, everybody gonna buy it. And they're gonna be like, Man, I ain't doing all that, but I wanna make some money. They're gonna right. trash you and stuff like that. <laughs> So, so yeah. you know, I used to think it was like a discrimination thing. Right. When I, when I was broke, I'm like, I can't afford no thousand dollars. I got three hundred. <laughs> right. Right. But they ain't for you because you might not, you know, follow the rules. Right. And I don't take on men- mentees that's not going to follow my system. Right. Because my system worked for me. I don't know what Max Maxwell did. You right. Know, he made two right. million in two years. Look, that ain't my boy. 
Right. Say what I did. Right. I made right. two point two thousand last month, mama. Right. You know. What I'm right. <laughs> you get on my nerves. Hey, he right though. Yeah, I can't. I can't tell you about him. Right. So you follow my system. This is what you gonna get. Right. But it's and, good because it's, it is. It's for. Even though you're talking about pricing and it not being, like, inexpensive, it's still for the masses. It's still for everyday people because... It is. But when I say yeah. the masses, we talking about all income levels. Sometimes mm-hmm. you price your stuff for... Like, right. if, you, if you think about certain businesses, I learned right. this recently. Like, L.A. Fitness. Yeah. When you look at their membership, I say, I'm from Detroit. Right. I, we ain't paying no $99 for no, no, no workout membership. Right. <laughs> but Susie and Bobby that work at, uh, make $150,000 a year, that's nothing. Right. They're going to buy that for them, their kids. And yep. then they, they might go, they might not. I'm right. canceling mine in the second month. I don't go. I'm right. like, I'm, I go to Platinum Fitness. But they... They only place those gyms in, in certain, certain areas. You mean like area. lifetime, yeah. lifetime. No, LA Fitness. They got mm-hmm. the gym. They got the back. Yeah, they just different so, areas. Yeah, they gonna they gonna put you in a certain zip code where the income medium is a certain level. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So th- that's how I look at pricing your program. You want to price it where a certain demographic of people gonna purchase it. They're gonna represent the demographic you you aiming for. You know what I'm right. saying. So I think if if like, I'm coming out with a flip program. Right. See, I don't want everybody to buy my flip program because you're going to need about 20 grand to put into the deal. Then you're going to need some yep. reserves to front the rehab. Now, if Bobby do it, he work at Chrysler, and he checked the check, he going to call me a fraud. Because he's right. going to say, man, I, yep. I can't do that deal with mm-hmm. no money down. No. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. He don't got 15000 mm-hmm. right. Then he got to front the rehab. Yeah, That's yeah, another yeah. fifteen thousand. He might not meet yeah. meet my roofer. Did it? You know what I mean? That I ran into. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. You know. So, so you get what uh, you pay for. My bad. You I learned too. For. Like you, um, somebody told me that your price is your brand. So when, like when you were saying, like you're not gonna get me in your house for under fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. So that's very. That's important. a real thing. So and that's what Zeke's saying. He he learned his value. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, now I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I don't want your three hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that. <laughs> Literally though, don't want it. Yeah. So it is the same thing working with you. You mm-hmm. like, you know, you send me a text. You like, I gotta teach you what jobs to accept. Yeah. Because I'll be in there like, about we can do it. Yeah. Give me ten thousand. Yeah. We can do all that. <laughs> you like, no man, you don't want that ten thousand, man. That's gonna bring you headache, stress. All that, cause there's somebody out there getting that same ten thousand mm-hmm. for easy Easier job. Like, like yep. this, it's like the apartment we looked at today. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's we, the we, we look at it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We look at it like, damn, it's a lot of money, but nah, it's not really a lot. Of it's money. not. It's not. When you break down the time, mm-hmm. you know, we we so trained to trade hours for dollars. We think, okay, no man, what time I'm about to put into this? The headache, the stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't want it. So, I have to wrap us up. Without our co-host, Mr. <laughs> Reginald Perryman, he left. It's like, no, I'm just playing. He just went away for a minute, but I do have to wrap up. Zeke, thank yeah. you for coming. I thoroughly enjoyed you. I did not know that your stories would be so great, honestly. <laughs> I love stories. But, but well, I appreciate it. And, and I hope that you will come and join us again. For sure. Most definitely. Appreciate it. All righty. Signing out. Like, subscribe. I always do this like at the dead oh, last. Hold on, we like, didn't, subscribe. Huh? We didn't get to, How do we you, find you the real estate your, man? Yeah. Oh, I'm on Instagram, Detroit Real Estate Man, uh, YouTube, Detroit Real Estate Man, and the website, www.detroitrealestateman.com. Um, and that's it. I'm all social media sites, Detroit Real Estate Man. Hey, I'm learning. I'm still learning how to podcast. Like, For subscribe, sure. follow us. We here. All Sorry. Platforms. Signing out. <laughs>
<laughs> for sure. Thanks, y'all.